Giving order to God. <laughs> Giving order to God. Make sure you get the kids a bath before you put them in a baptismal pool. <laughs> they leave in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the church mothers is tired of using up all the scrubbing bubbles. They're tired of using up all the scrubbing bubbles. This is going to be a blackity black ass show. My sister Mayberry says she's tired of y'all stealing her bobby pins. Because when she catch the Holy Ghost, her wig keep falling off. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of KC Caffeine. My name is Jason. And uh, today we have a very, very special guest. Uh, first of all, we have our co-host, Blue. Hey, y'all. Hey, Blue. How are you? How was your weekend? How's it going? It's going. <laughs> you still living that bachelor life? <laughs> you know, I tried to get her to go to a party with me yesterday, and she was going to go, but then I was tired. <laughs> I got home, and I laid, I laid down. You never got that thing where you like all pumped to go somewhere? And then you lay down and you like, never mind. Never mind. She came to the house. I was like, girl, we go next week. That's fine. I rallied for you. That's all right. You're going to have to rally again next Wednesday. How about that? Um, and then we have a special guest. She's back, y'all. She's been here before. And she is a light and a piece of work. <laughs> <laughs> we have Kendalyn. Hey. Hey, Candy, how are you? I am great. I am Kind K on all social media outlets. That's K-A-Y-Y. Kind K. That's right. Make sure you follow her because she is a trip and a joy to be around. And she'll get you right together in the most positive of ways. <laughs> um, so on today's episode, uh, we're going to talk about what being black means. But before we get to that, uh, I have uh, our Black Famous. It's still Black History Month. And we're going to do this from now until forever. Uh, and I have two today. Uh, the first one is... Uh, this came. This this particular film came out, I want to say around maybe 1986, 1987. Uh, it features uh, one Oprah Winfrey. Um, I believe that uh, Robin Givens is also in this film. Uh, some of our other black stars. Uh, it is a timeless, timeless TV movie called The Women of Brewster Place. Oh. Do you guys remember The Women of Brewster Place? Absolutely. Oh. I heard it from the library like 50 times. I, I didn't watch it. <laughs> listen, I love that. I, I own it. Yeah. I own it. Like, listen, the, to, to that Vesta Williams did the opening, and all she did was. It didn't sound quite like that. It didn't sound quite like that. But, you know, it sounded more in tune and on key. But that's what it was. And, yeah. like, that movie is, like, to me, it was so brown, groundbreaking in so many different ways. Like, you had the lesbian couple. And when she, when, when that old lady was sitting in the window looking and they was making that meatloaf, and she threw the ingredients of the meatloaf at the window... Who it is still one of like it's one of the best scenes of all time because she was like, you got it, you can't make a meatloaf without eggs, <laughs> and throw the eggs in the window. You got to put onions and peppers, <laughs> and she's like, now, now I do 
something that might be a little different, I take olives. Now, if you don't like that, then you have to talk to my grandmother because that's what she put in her meatloaf. Is she going to take the meat and throw the meat at the window and her girlfriend is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're resting down here in the pan. <laughs> and so then she starts laughing because she's so filled with like emotion because they had been, that woman had been giving her problems like the whole time they've been there. And that was just our breaking point. So she's laughing and she go from laughing to crying. You know, and then there's a scene with the little girl, you know, in the roach with the four. Yeah. Uh, there's so yeah. much in that. I think like, that's the, probably the most memorable scene for me. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's so it's so good. And like I encourage everybody, if you've not seen it, you can actually watch the whole thing on YouTube. <laughs> um, somebody got the whole thing. Like it's so good. Uh, when they see this damn wall, listen, Oprah Winfrey and that wall with the crowbar at the end, just, it's just, it's so good. Like, it's such a good movie. Um, it's not one for everybody though. It's not. Everybody is kind of fine. I mean, some people that might be too much for it. Yeah. Listen, if you don't have an appreciation for it, you should probably find something to do with it. (laughs) You know what? I have to stop doing that because I recognize that there are different things for different people. But the Woman of Rooster Place is classic. It's timeless. Yeah, like it is. Um, and then the other one uh, is going to bring us into our next topic as well. Uh, is a TV television show that is iconic. Uh, it is uh, one of those shows that like still holds up even after you know twenty years. Like it just you you can watch it now and you can still like find something in it that like you gravitate towards. And that is uh, Living Single. Mm. Yeah. You know, it is Living Single. Living. Check, 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 check it out. Ooh, and I need kind of I'm glad I got my girl. Keep your head up. What? Keep your head up. That's right. You got to fight with my own girl standing to my left. And my right, true blue. It's like my glue. Listen, like. Living Single is like, it's so, it's so, like, it's so good and so funny. It was like Friends. And, you know, Friends For actually, yeah. Friends, like, and the thing that's funny about it is Living Single actually came out first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and because it was, like, Living Single came out in, I think, the, the 2000, uh, season, and uh, Friends came out, like, 94, 95. Hmm. And I may be wrong, but it's, a, I may be wrong about the actual dates, but there was a season prior and NBC actually wanted a show like Living Single. And that's where Friends came from. Um, and it's, but like having that, you know, the, 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 those characters that like are still, these actors, you know, like Kim Coles. I can't remember her name, but Overton Wakefield Jones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kyle Barkle. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, you know, the Maverick, uh, you know, Maxine Shaw. Khadijah, like like they these were characters that for you know the five I think five or six years that they were on the air, like we Sinclair 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 James yes, you know we we really did feel like they were part of our like homes, you know what I'm saying like it was and they were 93 to 98 yes yeah so 93 98 and then Friends started in 94 okay but it was you know it's it's such a good such a like a just a great show and you kind of got to see this evolution of of kind of all of the characters you know the, the love you know the, the budding romance between you know Sinclair and Overton Wakefield Jones you know because you had to say his whole name you just can't say Overton right 
We just called him Ovi. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, the the, the Kyle Barker and, and Maxine Shaw, the Maverick, you know, that relationship and that will they or won't they. Like, there were so many things that, like, even to, like, television shows today kind of pulled their nuggets from from those. You know, and, it, and it's, it's that they're kind of the, you know, Martin was first, but you could definitely tell that, like, when Living Single be, you know, be, got big, that there were things that they pulled from that, from from living single to going to Martin and, and mm-hmm. you had girlfriends after that mm-hmm. and then you had so there was all of these things that kind of spun out of not necessarily from that that universe but from that show yeah um and it made you know it made Queen Latifah not just a you know rapper black, a, ra- a rapper it made like not just like black famous mm-hmm. it made her an actress it made her kind of the Queen Latifah that we see well she think that was when she started her uh, Flavor Productions right yeah that's when she started her production company they uh, Flavor Productions produced that and it was just like it's so it's and it's one of those things that like you know when people think of like you know iconic you know ensemble television you know the first thing to think of is friends not realizing that like living single was the blueprint you know, it just happened that like friends became more popular because their audience was white. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was a there was they became more relatable to the white audience. And you know, cool. Great. But like, can we put Living Single on now I think it's on Hulu. Hallelujah. Right. Um, I need to go back and watch some, some Living Single now that I think about it. Um, but those are your two black famouses. And speaking of live, living single, so um Something happened <laughs> yesterday, and so I'm in a, a black nerd group on Facebook. Okay, I was like, I need you to expand yes. really quickly. <laughs> there was a, something. There was a. I'm on a black nerd group on Facebook, and uh, for those who don't know, uh, T.C. Carson, who was Kyle Barker on Living Single, also did the voice for Kratos uh, for the Game of War series, the God of War series on PlayStation. Oh, okay. Uh, so somebody, you know, posted a, you know, T.C. Carter, uh, Carson appreciation post. Okay. And one of the girls on there was like, mm-hmm. y'all, this is dumb. He didn't, uh, T.C. T- 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 Carson didn't uh, voice them. Now, number one. No, she said y'all are effing dumb. Effing dumb, yeah. 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 You know, T.C. Carson didn't do this. Didn't voice, wasn't the voice actor. So two things. Number one, a quick Google search. Wrong. Would have would have alleviated all of this. What you say? You can't be loud and wrong. You can't be loud and wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, much like uh, our folks just like to do, the dragging began, and that dragging. I think she posted that at like two o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and that dragging went on all day. All day. <laughs> When I tell you... When I tell you, Google is your friend. Listen, when I tell you, I'm going to give you some of the best best of the best here. Because... How do I avoid a dragon I tell 101? You, they, they slow roasted her like a rotisserie like chicken. Like a rotisserie. Slow roasted. Do you hear me? Listen, she was so fried, she was dyed. to the meat fell off the bone, child. Listen, she was fried, dyed, and or laid to the side. Like... <laughs> I would have, I would have, I'd have just threw my whole computer away. Like a good old brisket for the cookout. <laughs> well, she probably turned off comments from her section or something. Listen, at that point. she. I mean, I'm gonna mute this whole conversation. She did it. That's the problem. And that's the problem. Cause see, this here's the deal. And when you are both loud and wrong, and you are proven to be both to, to be wrong, uh, there are two things in which you should do. You have options. 
One thing you can do is delete the post, keep and pretend like it didn't happen. Okay. Now somebody got. Now listen. Now somebody gonna have receipts. <laughs> right. But you at least did your due diligence <laughs> to make sure that you <laughs> deleted your post. Safe face. Safe face. It's all good. Or you could say, "My bad, y'all." My bad, y'all. I was wrong, and leave it at that, mm-hmm. because the dragging had already occurred. <laughs> so what you don't want to do is then put more flame on the fire. <laughs> With gasoline drawers With gasoline drawers on. <laughs> so let me give you some some of these these uh these beautiful, beautiful drags that just that happened here. Um uh so Come on, so this is the drag that never is. <laughs> yes, it goes on and on, my friends. Some people started dragging her because she was dumb, and they'll continue dragging her forever. Just because oh wow, they clowned her. Okay, um, I posted one because you know I had to get up in it too. Of uh, y'all remember Rugrats? Yeah. The you know, Angelica had the Cynthia doll. Right. I said, "This is what she looked like after she after this dragon and posted the pictures of Cynthia doll." Because the, the Cynthia doll had like six patches of hair. Listen, <laughs> they dragged her. <laughs> Whew. Somebody said, "Woo!" I woke up and took part in the roast. Y'all slow roasted her all day like some ribs. Um. Somebody else said. uh Listen, I'm telling you, it was like the memes, though. The memes is everything, and that's really what the roasting is about. Is people collect memes because that's what it is. Where does everybody save these memes? Because I'm like, how does everybody know where these memes are? <laughs> right, without having to scroll through right. their phone. Because I don't use them a lot. I'm so behind on my meme game. Meme game, and I'm like, I'm looking. I'm like, oh, that is amazing. Where the heck did you find that? I mean, what do you search to get that meme? Exactly. <laughs> Somebody said, did you read your comment before you typed the response? You great dead guppy. <laughs> Oh, oh, wow. So, okay, here's my thing. I I get it. She caused her own demise. But this thing went on all day. All day. Like 12, 24 hours or something crazy. That's, to me, that's too much. Yeah. I I mean, after... That's that's the risk you take posting anything on the internet. It's, It's... Fair game. And people have no shame. Right. Yeah. And no boundaries. Nothing. Yeah. I'm like, no one's heard to just scroll and reading, laughing, and keep it moving. Right. Well, so he, but here's the thing. And we said, I said that she made it worse for herself. Because she commented about, ten, about hour 10 into the dragging. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, okay, y'all, I was, I, so I was wrong. Right. But y'all don't have to come at me like that. You know, I beat your own people. Oh. So... Listen. She probably done left the group. No, she's still in the group. Is That's why the chat's still up. <laughs> and they still dragging. Oh, uh, Who's the moderator? I mean, it don't matter because this has gone out of hand. <laughs> well, that's why they're there, though. They can shut off comments so that this stops. <laughs> Let's move on to something else. Right. But see, uh, so some people was like, wait, you the one that called us dumb first. Mm-hmm. So now you can't call us dumb and then turn around and be like, it be your own people. <laughs> like these two things don't go together. Yeah. <laughs> so they continue to. So what that did is now she's getting dragged for two things. So it just doubled her dragging. <laughs> double dragging. She got double dragging. <laughs> At some point, though, let's be real. How? 
like the, on the grand scale of things, this is not that big a deal. This does not require 24 hours of yeah. dragging. Like there are much better uses of your dragging time. <laughs> <laughs> I can post literal articles that y'all should be just going head to head on. <laughs> somebody said, somebody posted, sis, y'all fucking dumb. 11 hours later. <laughs> See how quick your own people will bash you? Girl, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, it's just, it's so, and don't get me wrong. Like, here's the thing about a good dragon. Like, I recognize that there are people behind the, the scene, you know, that screen that are getting dragged. Right. But some people really do it, like, for the fun of it. And they don't be like, be, be like it's not malicious sometimes it's just like you just get your good little roasted gag comments out yeah. you know it, it becomes more about the 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 meme and the and making the funny than the actual than the actual person, person. and I think okay, at I one point it became less about like her and more about like you just trying to create a funny right like somebody was like yeah. I, I, what you're not gonna do is call everybody fucking dumb and play the victim so they're trying to be a smart ass you should have either never made the comment or just said I was wrong my bad but I bet you learned your lesson now which at the end of the day yeah like you should have you should have learned your lesson so let this be a lesson to all of those uh, of us who peruse the internet for whatever it is that you peruse the internet for if you're going to make a comment mm-hmm. and you are free to do that right Free, free to do that. Uh, what you should do is make sure that you have uh, checked your Googles, mm-hmm. you know, gotten the correct information that you need, mm-hmm. and then post. And if you're wrong, even after checking your Googles, and someone points it out, you know what you say? My bad. My bad. I was wrong. And keep it pushing. Yeah. Because... Has she just said, because there were other people on that post that also said, you know, oh, well, T.C. Carson didn't, didn't voice Kratos. And you know what the response they got? No, you're wrong. Here you go. Let me show you this. Because she said, y'all fucking dumb. Yeah. That's where, you know, when you, st- when you, when you step your toe out of line, it'll be us that'll drag you right on back. Look, <laughs> yeah. you're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. Which one? Somebody said this drag has been going on so long. The white folks is gonna come gentrify it. <laughs> I scream. You didn't hear me? I scream. Terrible. Horrible. I screamed. Do you hear me? I because I hollered. Oh, that's facts, though. And like it was, it's funny. Like there was another one on here. Like and what I love about this, I don't this even black like myself nerd, right now for laughing. What I love about this black nerd group is like. <laughs> And it's one of the things I love about us as black people, and this will kind of move us into what is blackness, is that like we are so good at, you know, because we've we we we've, we've all grown up kind of with people who, you know, are witty and, and we know how to come back with with the, with the jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we we learned how to do that. Like it's an acquired skill. And <laughs> so, like, so okay. <laughs> okay, well, you know, I know, I know. Say, <laughs> since you brought it up. So walking, uh, so we, we got you come. Listen, you you get a good lick in every once in a while. Don't 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 sell yourself too short. But like he said something about black women, and they was like uh, about there was he posted a picture of this white girl in a superhero costume with these two uh, black people beside her in superhero costumes, and he was like Becky coming for all y'all stuff, 
you know, it's no black men, no, no black women on to, to, to 2020. And when I tell you, they roasted this dude to a crisp. They was like, first of all, uh, if you have a problem with black women attracting you, it's because you look the way you look. <laughs> Maybe if you put some uh, oil on them ashy ankles and them ashy knees, you wouldn't have these problems. With and I was like, and they like they went, they roasted the dog mess out of him. You hear me? But you know what? When you wrong, you wrong. You wrong. And sometimes you deserve the dragon you gonna get. And much like that, dude. This girl deserved, I don't know if she deserved 36 hours of drugs. Right. <laughs> That's the only point. That I, I just feel like that was a, li- a little excessive. You like, know, but the thing is, once the, at some point, once the drag race begins. Now you just, everybody's repeating the same thing. It is the it is. No, we had, because I, I posted a picture of uh, Cardi B doing the forever. I said, how long are y'all going to be driving and dragging this girl? Forever. <laughs> Y'all still dragging this girl tomorrow. It somebody Listen, needs to cut the conversation. It conversation. is too much. Yeah. <laughs> Everything now. But so uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna come back and talk about what being black means to us. And we're back. <laughs> so um, we've got Kendall Ann and Blue are still here with us, and we. I thought that it would make a really good discussion for us to kind of talk about. What does being black mean to us? Uh, what does you know, we we all grew up with, you know, black parents and you know a black household. But I think the three of us are so different in how we approach, you know, things and, and even approach our blackness. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to have a discussion, and I wanted to kind of start off with you, uh, Kendall. What does being black mean to you? <clears throat> I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeVere. <laughs> no, I probably have a very, like, uh, practice answer for it, though. But for me, honestly, black is innovation. It's resilience and excellence all in the face of struggle. Okay. Um, I 100% agree with that. You know, like the very first episode of this podcast, it was Black Folks are Magical Creatures. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's, you know, it's easy for like in in, in this era that we're in, you know, Black Girl Magic, Black Boy Joy, mm-hmm. you know, Black all of that. Black Excellence. Black Excellence. Yeah. Um, Black Girls Rock. Yeah. All, you know, all of those Black things. And, 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 I, and I, <laughs> I, I love the affirmation and lifting up of uh of black people and blackness in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that like in doing that, we miss the 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 struggle. Cause not everyone feels magical. Not everyone feels that. And so But I think that's the reason why we push it. Because we know our struggle. We that's the reason why it was hard for me to watch the Harriet movie. It's hard for me to watch Twelve Years a Slave a second time. I'm tired of watching these slave movies. It, it's that's hard. For, that's that's the struggle though. You I know refused. what I'm saying? I have not watched Twelve Years a Slave. You I'm understand like, what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't think it can, I don't think my blood pressure can take it. I can't do it. And that's hard, that's we because we we know our struggle. But let's talk about let's talk about our excellence. Let's talk about our beauty. Our beauty. Let's talk about our innovate. Our ability to innovate. Let's talk about our ability to be able to. Create create nothing something out of nothing let's talk about our resiliency and let's talk about us being able to do that like i said all in the face of struggle 
Right. Let's talk about that. Let's uplift each other. We got enough stuff that's tearing us down. We got enough stuff that's bringing us down. We got a we had 400 years of slavery. Now let's let's go 400 years of excellence. Okay. Let's 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 celebrate the Tyler Perry's that just opened up one of the biggest studios in Atlanta that's black owned. Like you may or may not like Tyler Perry as a as an individual, but that's huge. I mean, I don't, I don't dislike him as an individual. I think sometimes he. Uh, well, that's a conversation for another day. Um, Why? Well, I just like. I just wish he would do better at like you know hair and makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that, that was his character, and that's what made you know. That's what not made even. Funny. Look, I'm not even yeah. worried about Medea. It's how stop. Listen, you be having people with these badass, these terrible, uh, quick weaves. Mm. Sorry, I'm sorry that y'all hear that. Well, you know, everybody had to start. He had to start somewhere. He had to start somewhere. This it's I mean it's some other it's some other mm-hmm. producers and, and production companies that the makeup and the hair wasn't always the mm-hmm. best and they it, started it, somewhere. It, yeah they started somewhere absolutely I go back and look at some of the movies from the nineties and it's just like why did you let them do your hair and your makeup like that makeup wasn't even that was the nineties yeah. yeah makeup wasn't matching your skin tone <laughs> you, know? you were just happy to be old. exactly and he evolves but the fact that he he opened that studio with his own money. And he has black producers, black directors, you know. He don't have black writers because he say he, he don't have nobody in the writer's room. Right. right. He said he don't have nobody in the writer's room. But I think eventually he's going to have to evolve from that. But, I, I mean, I know we don't want to get on that topic. But, yeah, my, my point was that we, we need more Tyler Perry's, you know. Mm-hmm. We need more people that are being innovative and creative and bringing us out of that, out of that slavery mindset and owning our own and having our own. I think that's important. And I think that should be celebrated. But I think it's, it's for me, like, I think that everything that you said was absolutely spot on um, as far as, you know, the reason why we use, you know, Black Girl, you know, Black Girl Magic, Black Boy Joy, Black Actions. I think all of that is, is 100% spot on. Um, I also, you know, like, and I've said this before, I've said it, you know, sometimes I don't feel, because I've grew, I grew up in, you know, a a predominantly white neighborhood. You know, most of my friends were predominantly white. Um, you know, I didn't really have that, you know, the, the, the black experience in the same way that, like, you know, maybe you had. Mm-hmm. Um, that, like, I'm, I may, sometimes I feel like I'm not black enough. So what, so with that being said, what does black mean to you? Well, I was going to ask Blue first. No. <laughs> um, this is your opening. <laughs> I think that for You can't me, say all that and then try to pass the question on to Oh, her. he can try, but we never let him. Yeah, <laughs> I need you to answer that question. Because when you say you're not black enough, like, what, what does black, what does being black mean to you? Well, I think sometimes the reason I feel like that is because, like, um, I, for example, we had the conversation about, um, and, you know, neither here nor there feelings but we had the conversation about um you know r kelly's allegations or um you know we talked about the kobe bryant situation with the rape charges and bringing that up after his death and all of that and uh you had made a comment about uh you know someone always trying to bring down or tear down the black man Mm -hmm. and i made a comment uh in response to that and was like and and we had a we had a necessarily a disagreement as far as like principle but we were 
coming at it from two different ways. And, you know, I said, you know, I want black men to do better. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, it elicited a response from you that I took kind of, you know, that I may have taken the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it caused me to tell, like, it put me in my feelings. Um, and, you know, without kind of getting too much into the, the, into weeds about it, um, it made me think like, because I don't feel that same way. And I'm not necessarily thinking that not, not in the sense that like, I don't think that there is a, you know, a system of oppression that keeps people of color down. Cause I absolutely believe that, mm-hmm. you know, this podcast is born from that belief. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also feel like we as, you know, as, as black people also need to hold each other accountable for the things that we do. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a strong believer in, uh, when you look at a person's life, you look at them, the whole person. And so that means not only the very, the, the good things that they do in the world, you know, but also the bad, I'm not going to erase that. Like I have people in my family that are, that have done, that are awesome and I love them and they're amazing, but that doesn't mean they didn't do like they didn't do bullshit. You know what I mean, and and I. But w- is that okay to? Oh, we love Geraldine. She was a wonderful person. She she did this and did amazing things. But you know, Geraldine was a hooker back in '79. Like, is that necessary to 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 bring? At what point does that become necessary to bring up a person's past in a in a means to 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 bring to destroy the good things that they did later in life? Because I, but I think that's where we differ in it. I don't necessarily think that it means that it's a means to destroy the good things that they did in life. I don't I don't think that's where and I don't think that in that particular instance when we're talking about when we were talking with with the Kobe Bryant situation, we were talking about I didn't look, look at that as a means for for the destroy the good things that he did that he did in his life. What I what I look at that is as a we're talking about a person's life. And the struggle that they that they may have gone through to get to where they are, where they were then. If the context of the conversation was that, then yeah. But the way Gail asked those questions and the way she kept pressuring Lisa Leslie on those questions, that wasn't just talking about that portion of his life. She could have moved right past that, but she kept asking questions. Lisa answered the question was like, "No, I've been in I've been in situations with other with other players and." Kobe and they did those types of things, but Kobe never displayed that type of behavior for right. me. Gail could have cut the conversation off right there, but, then, but, but she kept going, and I think that's where the bringing down for me came from. Okay, and I and I and I, and I kind of said like I watched, uh, like a lot of people kind of had their reaction based on the clip that CBS put up, and not actually the into the interview in and of itself. Um, what I thought was really interesting was That's another question. Why CBS put that portion of the interview? That now that now why that is that? the question. Yeah, that yes. actually is the question. Yeah. That, why was that portion edited in the way that it was edited? Right. Why was that what your lead-in was? Because you know, yes. and that is that is a that that is a, and to me that is a different question mm-hmm. than kind of the onus of what that conversation was about Oprah and Gail in this. Because it's deeper than Oprah and Gail. It's. Yeah, you know, right, and and that and, and that, that thing, was that was the point that I think Jasmine and I were making is that it's and I, yeah, 
Gail, we like, okay, Gail and Oprah, they, they black people. Like, right. you know what I mean? She should have just kind of, she should have just let that go because she know who she worked for. She right. know these corporations and she know what the agenda is. So just ask the question and then just keep it moving because CBS intentionally put that part out there. Right. And Gail and responded to, to, to that and then she was upset about that because it, because it showed the question out after. of context, mm-hmm. you know, because of, because if you watch the entire clip, which they in eventually released, mm-hmm. it does show that question and how that question was asked in a different light than what we saw in that first clip. You know, because it was she what Gail was talking about was the complicatedness of young Kobe versus you know adult father Kobe mm-hmm. and those two things. And I think the other part portion of it for me. Um, and it comes to, and it's the same way, way when it comes to, you know, anybody that's had, you know, sexual, sexual abuse allegations on him, regardless of race, creed, color, any of that. Um, I'm believing the victim first. Now, if more information comes out that makes me go, mm, something about this doesn't seem, seems off, then okay. But at the begin in the beginning, I'm believing them first because no one believes them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it is, that is why, you know, the statistics I don't have in front of me right now, but you know, more than half of the women who were raped don't say anything about it right. because they don't believe that people will believe them mm-hmm. or, and their you know, character starts to get attacked. Right. And everybody, and so, and, you know, they get, you know, nowadays you can get death threats for mm-hmm. just literally caring for yourself because that is what you're supposed to do Mm -hmm. but people lose their minds if you're just trying to you know look this happened i need some resolutions and we need to fix this and people oh they god some of the postings i see Mm -hmm. people are just ugly to a victim Mm -hmm. i mean i'm like who raised you kind of ugly and then it, it creates a, a shame to say, to actually come forward and, and yes. say, and say things. Yeah. And so for and, me, yeah. it was like, it was. We're trying to break that cycle for women. Like, look, we can do better than yes. this. This right. is not how you treat someone who's been hurt. Mm-hmm. Right. This is not what, you know. You don't regardless of whether you, and to, to me, it's regardless of whether, whether you personally believe that or not. And this is the thing that I thought was really interesting about, um, and not to harp on the Kobe thing. But what I what I thought was interesting about his reaction or his statement when he when when he came out and said, you know, he was like, yeah, this thing happened. He was like, I personally didn't feel like what happened was rape, but that's what she felt. And to me, like that says a lot. Like that to me, like it showed me the kind of character that that Kobe Bryant was, mm-hmm. because he's like, listen, my at, at, in this moment. My feelings don't matter on this. Mm-hmm. If she felt like she was assaulted and that we did something wrong for her in some way, then you know, then that I need to apologize for. Mm-hmm. And it and it's and the, to me that's different than you know how people, people say things like if you say, if I say something to offend you, I'm sorry. You know, like or if you took that the, the, this way, then I'm sorry. That's different than when someone's like, if I hurt you, regardless of whether I felt like I hurt you, mm-hmm. I apologize for that. And what you know there were a couple of things in that context that I thought was interesting especially about that Lisa Leslie interview because she was like he's never done that around me well like you know uh Crystal from the Reed was like 
murderers be around people every day, B. Like, yeah. you know, you don't know what happens behind closed doors or what people do when they're not around you. But, and for me, I'm like, I suppose I say, I believe, I believe women until they tell me otherwise. Mm-hmm. You know, until I, until we get hard, refutable facts of otherwise, I'm always going to believe women. Mm-hmm. Do I, I believe all these R. Kelly girls? I believe every single one of them. You know, until someone comes out to be like, mm, maybe that one is, and then that, I may be like, well, that one might be a liar. Right, right. <laughs> but 14 of these other mugs is telling the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's because, again, like, I, I, I have nothing but women in my family. Like, so I believe women when women tell me something. Yeah. Um, and so it's... It's like, a thin line, though, because I've been in situations where we've been where, you know, the the local dude that's driving on 20s with a candy-painted, you know, Cutlass Supreme with golds in his mouth, him and his crew then showed up to the club. And you got every booty-shaking, nasty girl with her titties hanging out. Like, ooh, Tyrone and Old Dog then showed up to the club, and they running up, and they in Tyrone and Old Dog's face. You know what I mean? Right. And then the moment that they get turned away, now now it's the problem. But right. you you intentionally wore what you wore and put on what you put on so you could shake your booty in front of Tyrone and Old Dog. So at what point do do me as a woman? At what point do I take accountability for putting myself in a position? Go ahead. Go you ahead. First. <laughs> he, I'm not saying that it's ever okay, but. What I'm saying is there are some thirst trap girls out here that put themselves in harm's way. You know what? Here's my problem with that. Men are grown until they're not. We have this... I I don't know where this thought process is that you're the king of the castle, but you you don't have to make kingly decisions. If you're the true king of your castle, you are supposed to be a grown man, and you look over a situation and don't look right, you have the ability to say no to. That's true, yeah. I don't care if she's walking butt-ass naked down the street. What you do is either turn the other direction or go, ma'am, do you need help? That's all you got to do. If you were grown up, I'm sorry. Yeah. This whole thing, I couldn't control myself. What are you, three? Right. I, I get so, I'm sorry. This, yeah, ooh, I like girl, it, girl, I'm <laughs> sorry. This it, pisses me off so bad. I'm like, for real? You, we, on one hand, we say, you're an adult and you need to make grown-up decisions. Well, you know what some of those grown-up decisions are? Sometimes you got to look at a situation and assess it and go, you know what? This really ain't for me. I, I don't need to be here. I don't I don't see nothing good coming idea. out of this. You know this is a bad idea. Because if you're ever unsure, just flip and say no. Yeah. But and here, and here's not, the thing about... Seriously, if you're not sure, just back out of that situation. Why has it always got to be the woman's fault? Every stinking time. I don't care what she's wearing, what she said, what she's out there doing... You know how, how easy it is to just oh you too drunk, okay. She can be out there, but she can be out there busting it wide open for every goon but you. But you know, and here here's my, my 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 response to that. Like it's first of all, a it is not. I don't believe in. Uh, that, that was not for you, Anyone, regardless of you know gender, Somebody sexual orientation. Somebody else had that question. Y'all can believe that they just were yeah. here to ask. 
Um, I don't believe anyone, regardless of sexual, you know, sexual orientation, gender, anything, um, has the right to put their hands on someone else based on what they're wearing, how they're looking, yeah. you know, what they're doing. At the point that someone of, says no or gives you the indication that I'm not really interested in this, I don't care if you just about to hit it. That you person says inside. no. If they're like, you know what, this ain't this ain't what I want. You go home mad as shit. You just have to take that direction <laughs> and put it somewhere else. I don't know. Put it like, like real talk. You're like not, it's yeah, real because talk. it's you're not freaking animals. You're you not savages. Yeah, you, you got a brain. You can use it. Yeah, you know, I feel like a woman has a woman or a man has the right yeah. to say no at any point in time, whenever when they feel uncomfortable. Because homegirl might have been with it up until she was like, whoa, wait, what, what am I doing? Shit stops right you know? then. Period. And it got like it's got to stop right then. Yeah. And when I said, you know, in there, I said we need to ask black men to do better. Yeah. You know, and and, and I don't say that because. But not just black men. Though. We need to ask men. All men, men, men in, in general. the context, of, the context was, of that's what, my thing. Men in general. But in the context of what we were talking about in that situation, that's that's why the said, context though. Right. Because I think that there is more light shown on black men and their sexual cases than there are on white men and that's that's they do the same thing they, yes they do you know what I mean they do we got a string of people who are coming you know up right, right now and I think that there's just more light on black men especially black men and quote unquote power and that's the point that I was making I don't think that, that I don't think that there is a, a fair and all men Need to do better, not yeah. just black men. Yeah, I, I mean, and I I agree with you on that, and I and I and I also agree with you that I don't think that it's 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 balanced. I don't think that it's as unbalanced as, it, as you think it is. But I also think that we consume different media when it comes. Oh, to Oh, and I need to put that cabin on there. This is not all black men. I do not think this is about all black men. Oh, we don't have this. <laughs> but it's, some of them. Hold on. Some here's of here's my thing about the not alls and all of that. I'm gonna put this, <laughs> and we're gonna put this as a stamp right on here. If it don't apply to you, it don't apply to you. Just keep it. You know what I'm saying? If I say black men need to do better, it's because black men need to do better. Mm -hmm. Now, if you think, if you feel convicted in your spirit, then you know what you need to do. Better, like you know what I mean? Like you know, and 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 I say that when it comes to what I'm talking about. You know, black men, white women, because you know I can't, I care, it'll get on my damn nerves. Um, You know, any anything, black gay men, all of that. If I if I make a blanket statement and it does not apply to you. Keep it pushing. But if you feel something in your soul that convicts you, then maybe you should look at that. So, no, I ain't going to say it not all nothing. Oh, no, I because that was that's an immediate. How do you think that? I don't think that about all black men. I don't think that about there all black men. There are some black men who are out there. Uh, <laughs> I love black men. I think, first of all, I think black men are some of the dopest. You are a black you know, man. I'm a black man. Yeah. So like there, there, there can be no although you know we have some people that probably will think that I, I don't like no. I just want us to do better. Mm-hmm. Like I just want us to. So the way you um, two stepped around my question. Okay. <laughs> what does you <laughs> You straight up did the R Kelly slide on that one. No, uh, not an R Kelly slide. <laughs> we don't do R Kelly slides. I mean, you know, in the lemonade, not that. Okay. So. Uh... Ooh, not the lemonade. Go <laughs> but ahead. anyway, what does being black mean to you? You never um, answered that question. I think that for me, being black is uh, learning how, this is going to sound bad, but learning how to deal with, with struggle with grace and dignity and um, being the, like you said, the innovator. 
because everybody want to be black until it's time to be black. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I think that it's, it's, it's family. It's, it's home. Um, it's arguing. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's fussing and fighting. Cause we don't argue. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's, 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 Get over here, baby. Let me feed you. you know what I'm saying? It, right. It, like, right, it's, right. It's, it's good food. It's good, you know, it's good conversations. It's laughing. I think black, I think black is passion, too. It is. Very much so. Yeah. Um, We're some passionate people. Because blue, I just seen a whole other side of you. I ain't never seen I, 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 loved, it. Side. I loved it. Mm. I loved it. I loved it. That, that one that Don't one apologize. Don't apologize. That, that, that one beautiful. just trips my trigger so much and I'm just like this is ridiculous we you know at some point you got to take some personal responsibility about some things I get some making some mistakes you know while you're trying to figure some stuff out but at some point you got to look at what you want at a situation do you, you know if again if it just seems like it you know I don't know she doesn't seem sure just error on the side of caution. Mm-hmm. You know what? You can have a second date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rosie Palm and her five fingers does you right every time. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to take her out nowhere. You ain't got to ask her no questions. She ain't going to bother you with the, in the middle of the night. She's going to get what she got to get done and keep it pushing. I'm going to need... Free, never mind. I had a this conversation with a friend. Uh, this is, I had a, con- a conversation with a friend. Speaking of mm-hmm. going to your point... And he was like, he was with the woman and they had been drinking all night or mm-hmm. whatever. And she invited him back to her, her her home and they were sitting and they were talking or whatever. And he was like, you know, he was ready for her, you know. <laughs> and But he said that he did not he did not go forward because she was heavily inebriated. Yeah, and he wanted, to, he wanted to be move. sure <laughs> that she was in her right mind and that it was consensual because he's like, I never want to take anything from anybody. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, that's, that's a stand-up guy. And so, like... I understand the point that like you're making. It. Like, because he mm-hmm. was like, we were literally in the bed together. She was naked. I was in my just in my boxers and my tank top, and she was she was willing to give it to me, but she didn't know what was happening. You know, right. yeah. She, and you can you, you know can tell you can, tell, you you can, can tell when somebody's a little yeah you know, yeah when you're like truly inebriated and you don't know you know you barely know what the heck's going on. And if y'all just met, mm-mm, yeah. just leave them alone. Air of caution. You know, and the thing is, and that's why, like, and I make, you know, I made the the, the masturbation joke, but like, real, that's real talk. Like, yeah. you know, if if you need it that bad, you know, there's a bathroom right over there. Just I'm not, sorry, get the no bullet one, out. Keep it no one has died from blue balls. No one. I mean, I felt like it a couple times. I know you feel like it, but it hasn't actually physically. It hasn't happened unless there's been some medical, extreme medical problem. You're right. (laughs) This is not a killing thing. Sometimes one day, one time I had to. Sometimes you gotta live to fight another day. Just chill out. One time I had had to go to work the next day, and I was working at the restaurant. Mm -mm. This is a more after dark conversation, but it's fine. Blue, you gotta answer the question. Yes, Blue, so what does being black mean to you? I don't know. It's evolved over the years. Right now, for me, it um, what does black mean to me? I think we are at a point where we need to really put a lot of effort into studying our history a little more, so that we can recall that slavery wasn't our beginning. Right. Show enough. We had kings and queens and civilizations that were huge and prosperous long before all of that. We were traveling these, what are now known as the United States, long before we were, you know, 
collected on ships and shipped over against our will. You know, free traveling, just, you know, like a Columbus or, you know, or Magellan or any of those people. You know, those were things that don't get talked about right. that we need to remember. You know, there was history before that. Yeah. Listen, so I don't mean to take you away from this because it's amazing, but somebody posted a meme uh, on the Black Nerd group that I had that talked about the kings and queens. And it was like, it's, you know, look, they telling everybody that we was all kings and queens. Some of y'all was popular. <laughs> <laughs> y'all were just, just as in the <laughs> That's fair. That's like, some of y'all was just as poor then as you are now. Right. I hollered. Some of y'all was outside the kingdom. Listen, because, you know, and, and, and because I feel like it's, yes, like I love that. And, and you're absolutely right. There's a whole history that, that was taken gets, from us. Yeah. You know? And it gets, for, we don't, we're going to have to seek it out. Mm. It's not going to just be given. We're going to have to seek it out. The internet makes that so much easier than it used to. YouTube is actually a plethora of information. That's what you, you gotta, can... but you gotta worry about dodging the hotels. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I read a, um, I follow up uh, a blog that says to be African in American, uh, to be African in America is to not have a memory of your past and not to belong in your future. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. And that's like wow. Oh yeah, we need to reclaim our citizenry back because yeah. we people like getting real comfortable saying, "Well, you need to go back where you come from." Or you I come from here. Ship. <laughs> I'm like, I'm here, yeah. <laughs> born here, like you, so I can have an opinion about what happens here because what happens here affects me. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that it's it's another thing, and I will I will be completely transparent. Um, as a person who, you know, like I said, grew up around whiteness, there was a long, a long time where I was ashamed of my blackness because I was, because I was different, you know, because I was, and I feel like that's probably more along the lines of where I kind of grew up. Right. We've talked about, we've talked about that. Yeah. You know, it was what the standard of beauty around me, everyone around me was white. And so Mm. I felt less than I felt. You know, and other. other, and then you know the only thing I knew about my history, you know, based on school, was slavery, was yeah. slavery and Martin Luther King. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like there was, there was, there was nothing else that was, you know, kind of taught to us other than like the things that we got from my family. And then like finding out, like you know, years later that like I knew my grandfather was in the military, but I didn't know that he was one of the first Black Marines. You know what I mean? He was in the Mumford Point Marines. Like that's, like. That's history, yeah. you know, and that's something for me to be proud of. And it's something that I wish I had known growing up because it would have given me an anchor, mm-hmm. you know, to as a as a child to be like, that's that's what my history is, mm-hmm. you know. But and, and, and it's no slight to my parents. Like my parents just they, like they were like, that's just some daddy did. That's just some daddy did. So yeah. they didn't, you know, they didn't necessarily like they didn't understand, understand that, it that, that it was historic. Um. You know, and, and and even they they didn't understand that like me growing up in it because they did their best to, like make sure that I you know, my cousins obviously my cousins was all black, you know, and we spent a lot of time there you know up in D.C. and so there is that part, but I was all, I always felt apart from them, mm. you know, not only because you know they all their friends were black, but like and I was the dude that talked good, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
I talk too fast when I go home. Yeah, like <laughs> I was out here enunciating all my words like this. Right. You know, and and I don't think there's absolutely anything wrong with that. I don't think I hate when people say you talk white. Or, right. Like what? What does that mean? Well, you know, because apparently we've. I don't know what it is about being able to use the English language and articulate that has been, we've caged it off into only pe- people who can do that are white people. Exactly. Like, no, no, it, it, that's where this question, like, I'm not black enough. Well, I think part feeling of it, like I'm not yeah. black enough because, you know. Because I don't, I don't fit the stereotypes that black, you know, that, and especially as a child, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? I yeah, wasn't I think like, that's the part that we need to destroy because it's not, we the, all come the to different cultures, right? And sizes you know? and yeah. different experiences. You know, is, like, we need to embrace that. Part and don't too. get me wrong, I love ratchet culture. Like, love it, and it in it, it, its place. You know what I mean? Like, I love a good ratchet situation. But you know, but I think part of it, what what we have, what what we have done, and what I what it took me a long time to figure out was how to code switch. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's something that. Yeah, you know, and I don't do it now. Like I just don't do it now out of spite. I'm getting lazy. <laughs> I don't do it now out of spite. I realized that the other day as I was talking to work. I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> a little bit too much of my personality showing up here. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't do it. I don't do it now out of out of you know, essentially. Like I say, out of spite, but really it's out of defiance. Mm. Like it's not even a, a conscious thought for me. It's just you know this, it, is, it, it, this is your work persona. This is your around your friends. Uh-oh, she brought the but I out. you know do something you know. But even like um, when I'm around my mom, you know the way I speak around her is completely different than the way I you know, speak around my friends or anywhere. You know, it's a just a level of awareness of the situation you're in. Right. You know. Like you and I, we'll talk, and I'll drop a cuss word here and there, and probably How? several, depending on the day. Um, my mom's around. You've heard. You've heard me. I'm like, listen, I warn everybody. You turn into a whole. <laughs> listen, when, when Blue I don't Tank, play with my don't mother. Cuss, she don't, listen, I said a cuss word in front of her mama one time by mistake. <laughs> like, and it just like because I it, and I don't cuss in front of my mom either. Like, I or at least I try not to. Yeah, because I I would show the same amount of respect for your mother right. or anybody else's mother that I would show for mine. I just asked for the same thing in return. And I don't even think it was like a, because I don't think your mom didn't even say anything. She didn't even register like it, but like Blue heard it. And I think it was like, damn, or something like that. And she was like, didn't we just talk about this? We just talked about this. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And and like, and then, like, I said it, and then I was like, oh my God, my mom's so sorry. And she was like, what? Like, it didn't even register. That I no, I'm, I'm all hyper aware. She's she hyperventilating over there, like, who you kissing my mama? Because like, the magnifying glass is on. Right, and it's, it's yeah, you know, your mom's at the right hand of Jesus, mine's at the left. Listen, because <laughs> Phyllis don't play games. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, the I didn't know that. Like, I don't. I've only ever heard my mom cuss three times. I think as an adult, like as a kid, you know, she might have let some stuff fly, you know, when she was upset. But as an adult. Especially when she like fully committed to Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was probably like twelve. It was before that, you know, that was Jesus. But she was like, I ain't going to the club. We're not drinking. We're not doing none of that. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but like from like twelve, I think it was like three times. And like each time, I'm like, and now every once in a while, because we're all grown, she'll let something slide out every once in a while, and she'll be like, "This asshole," and I'm like. <laughs> Who are you talking to? All right. What are you? Mama, are you cussing? And she's like, 
I'm fully grown. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I'm an adult. Like, oh my gosh, that reminds me of a time. Okay, my grandmother and my mom sit both to the left hand of Jesus. Uh, my, my grandma, oh, she's so. What's the, she? I'm even worse around my grandmother than I am around my mom regarding those things. <laughs> but I was a kid, and there was somebody who was bullying me. And my grandmother happened to be visiting at the time when we were um, back in Topeka. Oh, gosh, I couldn't have been any more than like 10. And so I'm out there, and the person who was bullying me was actually at my back door. Like, they followed me home to bully me. Oh, they was, they was serious about their bullying. <laughs> my grandmother comes outside, hears this person giving me a hard time, said, if you don't get your tone, I was like, Grandma! <laughs> my brother ran upstairs like, Grandma, cuz! Literally, we snitched on her. I don't know if I've ever heard, heard, heard Liza Brown And she's just giggling downstairs. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I ever heard Liza Brown cuz. Now, uh, oh, you know what? That's I haven't another, heard it since. That's another thing, black. That's black. black is. Now, you're going to eat that food. I ain't cooking dinner for you. I ain't cooking on these different dinners. Let me tell you about times that my grandmother tried to starve me to death. In any game, you get told. She made squash. And at the time, I wasn't eating no squash. Right. When I tell you that squash sat there for three days, mm. and she would put it in the fridge, and that was what I, I wasn't going to eat nothing mm. you ate until it. I ate that squash. Mm. And if I didn't eat it, I got, a, I got, I got my ass whooped. Four times over a plate of squash because I wasn't finna eat it. <laughs> right. Like, you know what? Sometimes you just gotta. I have you never gotta suck been able to suck it up. But like, that's the thing. Like, I don't, like, I don't understand. You know, people are like, Jason, you gotta pick your battles. Right. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> it is all of them are about. They listen. If we're battling about it, it's because I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the battle I chose. I chose this. And I'm like, Jason, you got to pick this. I'm, I'm not Some sure I'm going to take that battle it. four times. <laughs> At some point, I'll be like, you know what? At that point, it was a battle of wills. And, um, I will not be switched again over the same issue. I'm going to eat this food. I wasn't going to eat it. I wasn't going to do it. I'm done. Because it looked nasty, and I just wasn't, wasn't going to do Close it. Close your eyes and chew. <laughs> <laughs> and look, my cousins was like, they said, please just eat the, See? just please eat it. Like, mind you, they ain't got nothing. They found, they didn't eat theirs and kept it moving. Right. They said, please, we want to go out and play. And I'm like, well, go. Right. Look at you just holding up progress. See you? They could have gone to play. I was just like, I'm not eating it. Exactly. They ended up sneaking me bread and they ended up waiting until Granny fall asleep. So they sneak me bread. Like, to me, like, that stuff is. Of course, they've really been thinking one of them would have just eaten it and were making it, made it go away when Granny was sleeping. Listen, no, because then everyone would have gotten whooping. Right. And they knew. They were like, listen, you can take the ass whooping on your own. Right. <laughs> we ain't sacrificing that for you. But I think another thing that, like, to me, blackness is, is that, is that, 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 those memories and those moments and, and, and yes, did I get my ass whooped? And was I mad about it? No, but what, what that taught me about me is like, I'm going to stand up for, for, for me, regardless of whether it's petty or not. If I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to do it. Like, so you never watched anybody else get a woman. And then that made you act right for at least a couple days watching somebody else get it. <laughs> 
But here's the thing that's about That's usually me. what happens like, is somebody gets it and you either hear it or you see it and you're like, you know what? I'm not I'm doing that. I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not doing nothing else. <laughs> but me as a child, like I was never one that like got into a lot of trouble. I right. was the kid that like, now my mouth. Because you watched somebody else get it and that usually reminded you. Oh, that's right. No, because all I wanted to, that we oop, nope can't be doing there. All I wanted to do was sit down and play Nintendo. Like mm-hmm. you put a Nintendo in front of me, you didn't have to worry about nothing except for this mouth. Because if you said something out of, that I felt was out of line, oh, see, that's my problem. I didn't have a Nintendo. I was <laughs> listen. I was catching. I like I have never been able to hold my tongue, and I recognize that. Like now as an adult, I recognize that, and I recognize kind of how it's gotten me, a into into and that that is a can be a good thing that's gotten me in the doors because then people are like, oh, you are really real, like you, you, and it's also gotten me into some trouble because oh, you a little too real, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because I don't, I don't hold my tongue. You know, if you ask me what I feel about something, I'm at, do you want me to lie to you or do you want me to tell you the truth? Mm-hmm. Because if you want me to lie to you, I'll give you the role, the, the, that lie all day. But if you really want to know my opinion, I'm going to tell you the truth. And you may not like it. At least it. you're given choices now. You don't just say it. <laughs> right. You I learn to lead first. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm telling you I'm a lie. So <laughs> I'm telling you that. It's going to be a lie. Mm-hmm. And so it's, yeah, it's, you know, growing up with the experiences that I had. And, and one of the other things that's kind of going to be the... The last, because this is a long ass episode. I, you um, knew it was going to be. A long I knew it episode. was going to be a long episode. <laughs> um, one of the things that I that I wanted to talk to talk about that we kind of had um, the conversation about was like growing up, growing up gay and black. Mm-hmm. Um, I've often said that uh, the thing about being both gay and black is that it's you're um, in a tribe. You're a part of two tribes. Where neither one of them really want you there, mm. but both of them swear, you know, expect you to swear allegiance to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I mean by that is, you know, we don't have to talk about the homophobia in the black community. It just is what it is. Um, and then we also don't have to talk about the racism in the gay community. It just is what it is. Mm. Um, those are two sides of, a, of the same ugly coin. And when you are in the middle of that coin, it is really difficult to... Um, figure out where your place is mm. because, you know, you're the other in both of those tribes. You're a black man first. Mm. When if, if you drive down the highway and the police see you, they're not going to see he's a gay black man. They're going to see he's a black man. Right. When you go apply for a job and you write and you select what your, your race is, I'm a black male. You're a black man first. But at the end of the day, you're Jason. Right. So if you don't want to identify with either one of those things and just say that I'm, I'm a here, because that was one thing I was reading about Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt was like, I'm not black, green, white, or anything. I'm Eartha Kitt. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just like I identify with who I am as an individual and don't classify me as one or the other. So if you don't feel like you fit in one place or the other, I am who I am. Right. But I think that's part of what. Eartha, listen, Eartha was just her time. She was living in 4,020. Beat oh. juice. Because none of us are getting it in <laughs> I love Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt's amazing. But, like, like and, I, and I feel what you're saying, and I get that, 
you know, that, that you're... I'm just saying because I identify as a black woman. I love being a black woman. And despite all of the struggles that black women have had and despite all of the shenanigans that black women have had to go through and despite that we have been the most hated creature on the face of Listen. this earth for a number of years, if I, when and I die and die and come back again, I'm coming back as a black woman. Now listen, now, ain't nothing more beautiful than that. I and, and I wholeheartedly agree with you. And and anybody who's listened to more than two episodes of this show knows that I ride for black women. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I stand for black women all day long. But you need to I came more from black, black women. Too. I came from black women. I and but you actually came from a black man's nuts. Your girl. daddy carried you around for a number of years, girl, <laughs> <laughs> before it hatched that egg. So. <laughs> Your daddy carries you longer than Ooh. your mama did. I'm just saying. What I don't need. <laughs> what I've never needed. Ooh. Oh. And what I don't appreciate. Sorry. We don't. You, can, you probably can't even know for that. time no, for this fine. conversation. We're going to be here all night. <laughs> Look at you. Ooh, Jesus. Oh just invite me back for part two. Yeah, we, we listen. You start to come back. So, but. To, no, what I mean by that is, like I said, I, I'm trying to like Sorry, get this back on track. When you write, you write. <laughs> Listen, you can't be wrong. Listen, you know what I'm saying? You can't make sense out of nonsense. It just, it <laughs> you know, like it's here. Like I get what you're saying, and I yeah. understand that. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, I am a black man. Yeah, I am a black gay man. But you know, when I go to if I when I'm when I'm spending time with other you know other black people the first thing that they notice is the switch in my walk is the lilt in my voice is that my that i have a feminine nature and it is and i'm not saying listen this is i know i said i was gonna say that all black not all not the not all thing but i gotta keep not all not every black person but that is one of the first things that they notice in the way that and so i am not necessarily you know I'm either the black, I'm either the, the, the black girl's new girlfriend. Hey, boo. Yeah, yeah, you my sister. All of that. Or like, I never approached you, you didn't approach me like that, but it's been, I've been approached like that. It's, it's fine. You're Jason. Yeah. Or like, you know, or like for, you know, for black dudes, especially straight black dudes, like, you know, I'm a problem. My existence is a problem. You know, and, and. Who you have sex with or who you are romantically involved with. It's, it's between not you and the person that you're with. Yeah, like I don't I, like it to me. Unless I'm trying to pick up on you and you need to educate me. And I'm not me going to. Yeah, on like, that. And at this point, that that would not happen. Yeah, like, I mean, and, I, and I get it. I, I get. I get the reasons reasons around that because like, there has been. Fear. Yeah, there has been so much. You know, the gay community has gone through so much. There were times when people, even now, people can't walk the streets because of who they chose to be romantically involved with. I get that. But I don't think that there should be a classification. Like, you're a black man. Like, who cares? Who who cares that you're gay? Like, that that's the part that I don't get. Who you have sex with is your business. But at the end of the day, I value you and I love you as the person that you are. You right. being gay ain't got nothing to do with me. 
You understand? What? Just like me being heterosexual don't got nothing to do with you. Right. You, I don't you, say you keep I'm, your, a, you, I'm a heterosexual black woman. I don't like. You I don't, don't have to announce that. that. But, 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 but hold on. But, I'm, but here's the reason why you don't have to announce that. Because, because it's, 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 it's because it's, it's the default. It's the default. It's, it's the, the default. The, the default. So when you when you stray from the default, and a lot of times, and I'm about to go into some things that I'm that this we might get letters, but we have been so indoctrinated into thinking that human behavior is wrong when it deviates from the norm, when it's deviant, it's 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 human behavior that has been around since humans existed. Period. I've heard people be like that gay shit. That's that white folk shit. Uh. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, more, it's a lot of good. It's a lot of good. It's a lot. And, and, and listen, when we was running around in the jungles, you know, there was they was doing it in the booty then, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, don't. But like this didn't just pop up. Right. This, ain't, not this, this just been because I, they, they want to blame it on uh, what? Buck busting, I believe is what they called it. Buck breaking. Like, buck, buck breaking, breaking yeah. Uh, and it's like, no. Times. Like, it been... didn't originate just from that. I mean, that's a power trip, and that's a completely separate thing. Right, because that's not that's about that's not, not about sex. This. It's attraction. It's about power. That's completely different. Mm-hmm. And to me, like, when we talk about women, and I want to have you back on, because we're going to do a part two to the, uh, the, the, the women stuff again, because I want to talk about the difference between, like, sex and relationships because we're not doing after dark tonight because it's 825 yeah um you got to go home yeah. but because it, it's not about sex oh, girl, it's not about sex it's about power <laughs> yes um but like for me and, and the other side of that coin is like if i go out to you know to the bar with friends and like say you know i'm looking at somebody and they're looking at me and you know we like my you know i gotta worry about okay well are they attracted to you know me because i'm you know because i'm because i'm a fetish and they just like they want the bbc or are they like actually interested in me as a person, mm. or like meeting somebody and you could be like, oh, that's cool. Like we seem like we seem cool. Oh, I don't, I don't do chocolate. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. Mm. You know. So it's it's that that in either one of those cases, because no, I don't have to announce to the black community that I'm that I'm gay. You know, I don't have to do that. Mm. Literally, if I open my mouth and the purse fall out, they're gonna know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it is what it is. <laughs> And I don't have to announce to the gay community that I'm black because look at me, right. you know, like I'm I'm out here. But they they are both, you know, they are both in some cases, and I will say in a lot of cases, there are other, you know, you know, black gay men who feel the same way that they have they don't have a, a home in the tribe, and so or they don't have a tribe to, to call their own. So they tend to just group together, and it's just all the black black gay men. Cause fuck fuck you niggas and fuck you faggots. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, and, and because, and I can say both of those because I am, the, <laughs> you know, you know, because they don't have anyone else. And that's kind of where the houses came from. And, you know, because you kicked out of your house for being, you know, for being gay. But, you know, the, the you know, the, the gay home for boy, the boy, the boys home for gay men, they didn't want black folks in there. Mm-hmm. You know, so they had to do what they had to do. And that is the legacy that I come from. You know what I mean? Though that is as a as a proud, you know, black gay male, that's the legacy that I that I come from. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say, you know, I don't I would love to be, you know, in both of these camps, but neither one of y'all want me because of the uh, because I am the other. Mm-hmm. And what I hope is is that we will get out of the the indoctrination of not spirituality but religion that has told us that doing something is wrong 
or it, it is wrong because this person said so. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the Bible is God is, is I've said it before, the Bible is man's interpretation of God's word. Mm-hmm. He ain't said nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he up there just watching and, you know, blessing those who need blessings. But, you know, when we get out of that and understand that, you know, the God is in us right. and we do what we got to do and we live the way that we need to live in our own fulfillment mm-hmm. and don't worry about what everybody else does. We mind the business that pays us. Right. Like you tell me all the time. Mm-hmm. Mind the business that pays you. <laughs> all right. You know, then we, then, 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 then we, I can still, we, we can, you know, be, I will be able to join both of those tribes and feel comfortable in all of those. But we're going to stop this conversation right here because I know that your pre-workout didn't, come, didn't, didn't slow down because <laughs> she'll be giving me the boy. No, I'm listening. I'm, I'm in tension. Yeah. I'm, I'm holding on to every word that you're saying. You know, I just, it's, I want all of us to do better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want all of us to recognize. Do you think that society as a whole has become overly sensitive? No. I think that when you know better, you do better. And when, if if someone tells you this is something that bothers me and this is why it bothers me, it doesn't cost you anything to abide by that person by that person's wishes. If someone says, I said it when we talked to, to about the. Uh, you know the non-binary. It don't cost you nothing to call somebody by, you know, to call somebody by their right name, the right. name that they wish to be called. It don't cost you nothing to call somebody by the by the gender that they wish to be called. It don't cost you a damn thing to be kind to anybody. So no, I don't think that we've gotten too sensitive. I think that this is that that what that is is pushback, because people don't want to change, people don't want to learn and want to grow, and you know, there is an expectation that your wishes. And the things that you want be fulfilled because it don't cost them anything. Mm-hmm. But it don't. But but I don't have to change at all because you know I know what I'm doing. Mm. And we have to get to a point where we're past that. Yeah. You know because you have to think it's you know 60, 70 years ago, people who were talking about you know the civil rights struggle were saying you know that were against it were saying we're all being too sensitive. Mm. You know what I mean? Like. This, the the struggles that, that people are going through now are the same struggles that we were going through then and we have to recognize that we need to that, that we just like we expected them to do better we got to do better you know what I mean and we got to let people do the things that they that they want to do you don't have to I tell people you don't have to agree with someone on you know principle. You know, I, if you think the sky is purple and I think the sky is blue, we ain't got to agree on that. Now, one of us is right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One of us is right. One of us is right and one of us is colorblind. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> but, you know, but what, and and you, you can't say that you don't accept a specific part of my life and then say you accept me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like that, like like to me, that's I love you, like like that love that the sinner hate the sin thing, mm-hmm. like you are actively dismissing a part of someone's life, and regardless of whether that's a huge part of their life or a small part of their life, 
It is a part of their life and it is actively going against their happiness. Hmm. You know what I mean? And like, I remember having a conversation with my aunt at one point. This is right when I was coming out. And she was like, you know, some people are, were, were, you know, some, there were eunuchs, some that were born and some that were made, you know. And, and she's like, and so I asked her, you know, well, you know, do you think that that maybe she's like, well, maybe you were, you know, a eunuch and you're not supposed to be in a relationship with a woman. And I'm like, okay, Does well, am I supposed to be? understand what eunuch? Yes. Okay. But, but Kimberly, like, like people who are, the, the, the term eunuch is actually like, when you look at the, the, the Latin for it, it's mm-hmm. actually like, um, without getting, you know, the roundabout way, someone who is not uh, procreating. Okay. Um, and I'm like, and so, so you, but you, I said, so that's what you think. Then you think, but, but you also think that being gay is wrong because you know, it's in the Bible. And she's like, yeah, I said, so then you don't want me to find companionship. And she said, well, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. I said, well, if I'm supposed to be a eunuch, which means I'm not supposed to procreate, but you don't believe in, in, you know, in being gay, where does that put me? It means that you would like for me to be single and by myself. Hmm. So you don't want me to find the same companionship that you have with, you know, your partners. And, you know, she's like, you're twisting the logic around. And I'm like, no, no. Like, I mean, what, what choice are you leaving me? <laughs> you know, the, 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 the logical, you know, and it, like, and, that's, and you know, you're telling me that eunuchs are in the, that, that born eunuchs are in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And that this is what that means. So based on what your logic is, you don't want me to find happiness in another person. Mm. Or because you're not doing something that causes procreation, then therefore you're less, you less deserving of being with someone. Right. You know, because the Lord said, be fruitful and multiply. Right. So there, so there's a, a disconnect there. Mm -hmm. Cause if the Lord is saying, be fruitful and multiply, but then there are some people who don't have, you know, who, who, who are not meant for procreation Mm -hmm. based on what you just said, where does that leave me? Cause I can't be fruitful and multiply. And you know, like, or I mean, it could be a situation like with with me. You know, we've been to the doctor and taken almost every test known to man, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with me. And he's producing, but and we've been together for seventeen years, but and we're not doing anything not to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm we, just saying, yeah, we're getting it in. <laughs> you know, we ain't doing nothing not to. But I just haven't had. I just I've never been pregnant, and I don't have any children. So, I mean, it could be that, too. Right. You know? I have companionship, but I just may not be meant to procreate. Right. But, I mean, even, you know... Listen. <laughs> we're going to have to come back. <laughs> we're gonna have to come back so, y'all, we can't we're gonna, just leave there. Come on. We're going to have to put a hard stop on this. It's just going to be like a, 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 a last word or something. Yeah, so you we can... Given, you, you cut Blue off in the middle of her statement. Did I really? Blue, do you have any final words? Listen. How about yourself, ma'am? Nope. I thank you guys for having me on. It's been enjoyable. I hope I wasn't too much. Listen, you were Girl, just enough. Stop. Girl, there's no such thing as being too much. I, I told you before, y'all. you are just you are always just enough. I love it. Um, but we are missing one thing because you did grab your book there. I think you wanted to read something from it. I, we were talking about something. Uh, and we kind of got on like the, the corporate, how you turn your blackness on and off. The code switching. 
The, yeah, the code switching. And there was this part in this book. I'm currently reading a book called The Little Black Book of Success, Laws of Leadership for Black Women. Mm-hmm. And there's probably over, collectively over 100 years of advice and information in this book from black women in the corporate place and we were talking about something i hope i can find the the page and y'all kind of put me on here um and it was don't be the office mammy Mm. yeah so just a real quick insert from the book it says strong black women we hear the phrase all the time but that concept can be a double-edged sword from a cultural standpoint many of us assume the role of rock gibraltar having to intervene in family situations when there's conflict or take on financial responsibility for a relative whose economic resources are limited. This reality compounded with the stereotypical image of the black woman as mammy or a a self-sacrificing black woman who takes care of those around her can easily shift us into the caregiver role. As a result, Extending this behavior from our families, churches, and communities becomes a key failure if you transfer this attitude to the office. Not to be confused with be willing to do what others want or refusing to do a task because it's not your job or rolling up your sleeves and getting your hands dirty because a leader's job is to get things done. This is not about volunteering to become the mother hen or a servant of a department. Of course, you will assist and engage and encourage others, but you should not do so to the detriment of your own career and possibly to the detriment of your own mental and physical health. I just thought that that was very, very interesting because I find myself doing that a lot, you know, in the, but that, like I said, that was kind of like where we were in the conversation Mm -hmm. at that point. And I'm like, that's just like my nature. You know, I mm-hmm. feel the need to be the savior all the time. I feel the need to, you know, to to drive the energy in the office. You know what right. I mean? To make sure everybody is okay. So, like, this is another conversation for another time, maybe. Mm-hmm. But like, where do you where do you find that? There's a thin line in between. Let me do what I was created to do, which is the encourager, the uplifter. You know, mm-hmm. and the office mammy. I think that that's a that's a, we're gonna have to come back and talk about office politics in the black black office politics. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. We're gonna do that because there yeah. is you know and, and and I feel like we kind of balance the office out. Yeah. Because you are definitely like the positive, you know, uplifting. <laughs> let's all be friends. And I am, uh, bitch. If you don't get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> you know, it's so we we kind of balance each other out okay. in that in that sense, and I think navigating those we are worlds, literally at opposite ends of the room. Yeah, did they yeah. separate you two? Yeah, yeah, because they had to. I'm so surprised that we're actually even doing a trade show together like that. Because I didn't. Yes, you were out of the office. Yeah, they know because they know it's gonna be we're gonna be on our worst behavior. No, it's no, we're not. No, we're not. We still recording y'all. Okay. So, <laughs> oops. Anyway, <laughs> we're not editing it out. We're gonna leave it in there. Um, Kidman, thank you so much for for coming. You are amazing. You're a gift to this world. Oh, thank you. Um, and I'm glad uh, you can come back whenever you want. Thank you for the invite. I always have a good time. Um, Blue, you gonna come back whenever you want. You keep dragging me back. I don't know. Listen, why. she's like she's she like, She always be like, I don't. don't what, what what do you want me to do? Why? <laughs> Don't you have other friends? <laughs> you are great at this, though, Blue. You are like the voice of reason, the the soft voice of reason. Lay until she got fired up, and she was like, "Wait a minute, y'all should have seen her. She lifted her arms up. She was she was in it." I was like, "Oh, yes." 
She was spending she was spending go. I was like I told you I'm getting Listen, older. You know, it's getting harder. It's getting harder to hold in. <laughs> yeah. Look, I can't wait till we're seventy years old and I can be like uh-uh, bitch. I, I, ooh, you know, I, I Lord, know. if I make whoever's, it <laughs> Whoever's helping me take I, I apologize now. <laughs> but okay, so don't forget guys. Uh Kendallin, where can you say they can find you on all the socials? And that is uh kind is a kind underscore K? Or just kind K. You can just type in kind K, baby, and I'm a pop up. Google me. Yes, boo boo. Google her. <laughs> Telling you, K-A-Y-Y. you will get now. You will get all kinds of stuff for you. You get your life together. This. I too have a podcast. Yes, it's called Candid Conversations. It is a podcast on Anchor. So look for me there as well. And uh, remember, you can find us everywhere. You can stalk your ex. <laughs> um, you know, we on the Twitters, we on the Instagrams, we on the Facebooks, uh, YouTube. We on the YouTubes. We ain't really put too much up there, but it's coming. <laughs> um, we got a Discord server for y'all to come on and jump into. You know, just find us on any, anywhere, anywhere you can be at. We there. And if you feel like you love this and you want to support, you want to give of yourself and your coins. We have the Patreon, uh, KC Caffeine. I'm sorry, patreon.com slash KC Caffeine. Just $3 you can get this whole episode. And let me tell you, we goes there in the pre-show. So you definitely gonna want it in your life. Um, we also, you also have access to our private Discord server for Patreon subscribers. You have, uh, Really, just a whole host of like extra stuff for you, for you know, just for being a subscriber. And you know, we've got our, our big thank you show coming up um, that we're gonna do. Linda Blue just looked at me like, "What the hell are you talking about?" I got it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, so, to all of from all of us to all of you, we wish you a good night and have a a good black ass. Night. I, I was gonna say a good black ass night. <laughs> You know, I was going to say it, but I'm glad you said it first. <laughs> and don't remember, stay woke, folks. Did you go to sleep? <laughs>